Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, so we are here at the Regal Wilder Movie Theater. Uh, I'm here with my buddy Tyler, and we just saw The Dark Tower. Um, and we are going to share a few thoughts uh, on this new movie. This is uh, a action thriller starring Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba based on the series of books by Stephen King, none of which I have read. Tyler, have you read any of them? Nope. I started one but never even finished it because it it's very in-depth. So yeah. I, that was back in, I believe, in 2008. So yeah, I haven't read any of them. Yeah, um, and honestly, like uh, reviews are coming out for this movie. A lot of people have been looking forward to it. It's got a big following of sorts, and uh, I just kind of as an objective viewer, uh, not having read any of the books or having any you know personal stake in the series, I did not like this movie at all. I thought it was bad. I mean, Matthew, they all the characters were so generic. To yes. Me. And yeah, I, I could not. I couldn't get invested with. I wanted to get invested with Idris Elba, yeah. or even the boy. But I mean, they didn't give any context to even the parents, which the parents are a little bit part of the story. But I couldn't get invested in any of that. Yeah. So, I yeah, don't know. it was just okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Towards the end, I started thinking, okay, there's some decent action sequences and like it's i was i was okay with the action in this because it didn't look like a marvel movie and it didn't look like jason Bourne. it wasn't cut to shit you know like you know how all of those are kind of crazy and it wasn't it wasn't quite as you know in camera as john wick or something like that but like uh you could tell that there was stunt work and real stunt people at work which is always nice um but other than that i mean i guess Elba was okay. I think Matthew McConaughey was the best part of this movie. Yeah. Um, he, I mean... He does what he can with it. Yeah. Um, he, he plays the villain in this kind of like a devil character of sorts, the man in black. Um, and Idris Elba plays uh, the gunslinger, Roland, Roland Deschain, was that what his name is? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and it was just... <laughs> it was only... It was nice because it was only about an hour and a half. Um, and parts of it also, I thought felt a lot kind of like a TV episode. Um, and from what I hear, that's the way they're going to continue this yeah. series. I don't know if the, I don't know if it's going to be... I think the director came out and said this week, or somebody said that the show, whatever show they're planning, is going to be canon with this movie. Yeah, that's but what I heard. I don't know if McConaughey and Elba will be involved. I highly doubt they will be. And the one thing that I would find interesting is to figure out who would take it on as a TV project because I think that would be paramount. HBO, maybe if HBO took it over as a TV show. Because the thing is, is when I was reading the book, it was a very gritty book. And it felt very post-apocalyptic. Not as sci-fi as this is. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to see because, I mean, I think... This could have done a lot better if there was an R-rated film. Yeah. There's a lot more they could have done. And I think if they would have extended the time to maybe like a two-hour movie, because it, it seemed like so like to the point and everything else, and yeah. that's great for films, but I mean, it doesn't give you enough time to get invested in what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, 
and that's that's another thing too is like it just kind of drops you in and like i think parts of it rely a lot on you know some pre-established context i think they they, they tried to make this for the fans it, it felt like um because they don't really explain a whole lot of backstory i mean you kind of get a little bit from the kid um the kid was decent i don't remember the yeah. actor's name uh but he uh plays the young uh young hero jake uh and um I like the tower itself was just kind of. I mean, from what I understand, the big thing with this story is that there's a lot of really striking, beautiful imagery yeah. associated with not just like the, the the locations, but like characters and things like that. Um, and really, wasn't much of that with this. Uh, they didn't. Uh, whoever the director is, Nikolai Arcel or somebody I've yeah. never heard of, yeah. um, just kind of never really let the images breathe um i think there wasn't a whole lot of super unique character design or location design i mean i've seen i've seen all of this in other better movies yeah um and so for that for that reason i think it's just not worth your time it's not uh literally everything about this movie is you know cliches that you've seen before um and that's kind of sad it's going to be disappointing to a lot of people who you know are looking forward to it because of the books and how, um, you know, fun and uh, crazy and original the books are. And I think the one thing that should have been the sign that this was not going to be as good and as you as the listeners should pay attention to, if a film is struggling during pre-production, trying to get off the ground, there's a reason why this is all (laughs) going down. And this is a perfect example of how it all went to... It all Crap. went to hell. Yeah. It all went to hell on itself. And that's definitely something to keep in mind when you're thinking about seeing a film is sometimes like Marvel can save a film that's in pre-production and that is in free fall or even Disney can do that. But not all companies can do that. And it's best to pay attention to that kind of stuff because this is a perfect example of I think they just literally were trying to get a film together yeah. and just threw it together and for at least some kind of outcome that would be decent. Yeah. Um, I did hear that whoever the filmmaker is, um, the director, I think this movie was directed, like I said, by a guy named Nikolai Arcel. And you and I, we've never never heard of him before. I'll have to look him up later. Um, And from what I read today is that uh, Sony really wanted a different filmmaker. I think partway through the movie they were like this close to firing him. Um, just because they, they had a bunch of t- test screenings that apparently went terrible. Um, yeah. and so that's always kind of a, a, a bad sign. Um, and I think there was, I think Ron Howard was an, was a producer. producer. He's a producer. And I think, and I think at one point he was supposed to direct maybe. I think at one point during the, during the time. A few years ago. A few years ago. This he movie's was taken, this movie's taken 10, 20 years to get made. And that's another thing that's, kind of upsetting is with you know such a beloved property to for it to take that long is always kind of a telltale sign to you know maybe it's not really as good as it could be and like you're, you're definitely right tyler like i think it, they they tossed together what they could they they made they tried to make a salvageable product out of a total mess um without you know trying to spend a ton of money so um yeah <laughs> it's not it's 
it, it, I don't even know if it's even worth the red box viewing. Uh, it may be worth a red box. Like, I mean, if, if somebody's interested in seeing it, it's probably worth a red box rental. But, like, you know, don't spend $10 on this in the theater. Um, you know, I would, I, I would rent this on red box after the first two or three movies that you're also trying to rent. So, um, it's just, it's not totally worth your time. It's a bit of a disappointment. Although I will say, I think that the, the thing that I, uh, aside from McConaughey that I kind of dug, um, and maybe you saw this too, was, uh, uh, there are a lot of Stephen King Easter eggs. And from what I understand, there's a lot of that in the books too. Um, so they've got, you know, if you're you can, some of the eagle-eyed Stephen King fans, you'll notice there's a, a photo of the Overlook Hotel in his psychiatrist's office toward the beginning. Um, there's a part where he's got his friend over and they're playing in his room and he's got his friend's got a Christine toy car. Really? Yeah. Um, the other one, what was the other one I saw? I saw um, whenever they left, they, these are, you know, spoilers. Five, four, three, two, one. Whenever they went through the portal in uh, the village, and he yeah. said, these are the numbers you need to remember in order to get back. It's 1408. Oh, my God. For the God. hotel. The, mo- the movie. The John Cusack's, the, yeah. the short story I that he did. That. Okay. Yeah. And then the last one is uh, when they came through the, um, shoot, was it the, no, no, no. It was the when, um, not, in the, not in the kitchen, but it was when, I think, when Roland was by himself and McConaughey was following him. But not actually there. Yeah. There's a kind of a, a short moment where Roland kind of, you know, gets either tossed against the wall or like kind of turns the wrong way. And he like grabs the wall and it's a picture of Rita Hayworth. And it's the same poster that Andy Dufresne has in his prison cell in the Shawshank Redemption. No way. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of those kind of really subtle Stephen King uh, Easter eggs laying around the movie. And I think this also shows that they need the right directors to do... Stephen King is a hard property to take on. And I know we saw the trailer for It in Mm -hmm. between this. Before before this. Yeah, and before this. And to me, I think they're going to nail Stephen King's It in a great way. Mm -hmm. So don't take it... Take it with a grain of salt with seeing this, but don't count other properties that they have gestating right now mm. because from what i heard it is going to be phenomenal yeah it and, looks really good yeah and the fact that they're separating it into two parts mm-hmm. that shows that they want to get the book right yeah. so and i don't even know so i don't think sony is doing it no and warner brothers warner doing. brothers yeah and that also just goes to show you too that sony's had their big issues with spider-man now with They've been hurting since the the, the interview thing a couple oh, yeah. of years ago. Yeah, yeah. They've been hurting since the whole lot, the whole lock, or um, the whole um, scandal happened with the emails. Right. It's it's hurting them bad. Mm. Now I think they'll take a good. I think the summer. I think they'll end off the summer on a good note with Spider Man with getting all the income from that. Yeah, they're doing okay with Spider Man. Yeah. So it's interesting to see what's coming down the line, but. This summer, I think, has been a decent summer for films. Overall, so. yeah, I would agree. Um, so, uh, I know that getting towards the end of the summer season, it's uh, slowing down in terms of quality a yeah. little bit, um, and that's tends to happen. But compared, on the whole, compared to most years, if, you know, if you're yeah. if you're the kind of listener who 
doesn't really get out to the movies much. There's a lot of great stuff out there playing right now that's definitely worth your time. Um, so you can skip over movies like The Dark Tower and what else is out right now that's terrible? The Emoji Movie. Kidnap. I don't even know. Kidnap what came out yeah. this weekend. I've heard nothing but horrible things about. So go see Dunkirk. Go see Planet of the Apes. Go see The Big Sick. Go see uh, you know Spider Man. Um, there's a and, lot of and you'll be movies. and you'll be well off. You'll be you'll be better for it. You'll enjoy it. And um, there's good discussions to be had um, following all of those films. Um, so I think that's all we've got to unpack with the Dark Tower. Um, as always, remember to uh, rate and subscribe to uh, the Real Movies podcast on iTunes. And uh, don't forget, we've also got the uh, the new show, The Real Shorts. Uh, so we'd appreciate your support with that. Um, also, you can find me on social media at the Real Benny C. Uh, Tyler, where are you? Um, I'm on Instagram. I have a PA account, 2.0 underscore the PA. I'm a production assistant in Atlanta, so follow that if you want to see how a production assistant does his thing. And also, I'm on Twitter as at Tyler Kobach, T-Y-L-E-R-C-O-B-A-U-G-H. And me and Ben both do movie news and our own takes on movies. So feel free to follow that because, frankly, that's a great way to get your news as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Tyler, thanks. We'll uh, Maybe we'll do it again sometime. Um, and listeners, we will see you on the next film. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema. Uh-huh.